Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, you may remember this from a Limerick Today programme a couple of months ago. Yeah, you know, Brendan, um, you know, and I suppose we're based in Nina here and uh, North of Brary, uh, the, the farming community in North of Brary would consider Brendan a very safe uh, farmer, you know, so it came as a huge shock when the accident happened. Um, he was bailing there for for a client in in Burskane and he had just gone into the field and he did a routine check on the bailer. Um, like, I'm not into the the mechanics of the machine or that, but um, he was uh, clearing a dust a dust build-up on a switch and um, the bailer came down and talked to him as soon as this was cleared, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was very difficult. So our son was with him at the time as well, so. Angela Hogan there talking about farm safety and the very tragic death of her husband in a farming accident to Joe Nash on the show a few months ago. This week is Farm Safety Week, but who is most at risk? According to the latest research, one third of serious farm accidents involve children or adults age over 65. Why does the farm continue to be the most dangerous workplace and what can be done to change attitudes towards farm safety? We're joined in the programme this morning by two Limerick farmers, John Maloney and Hannah Quinn Mulligan, who's also news correspondent with the Irish Farmers Journal. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning, Julian. Uh, I suppose I'll ask you first, John, have you ever sustained an injury on the farm? I have, yeah, yeah. I suppose farming is a very physical job and you always pick up knocks and bruises here and there. Um, as well as you're working with livestock and heavy machinery and that, uh, you know, you do pick up injuries from time to time. Um, I suppose in my own case, I remember a few years back, um, I had a cow calving one night and the cow, I suppose, I was tired. You're working late nights calving cows and I probably was a little bit complacent, went into the cow uh, to get the calf drinking and the cow attacked me. And um, I sustained bruised uh, ribs and that. And I was, I was probably very lucky just to get away with that. So, you know, it, it is. it would be very common for farmers to sustain injuries. Um, in the line of work. Absolutely, Gillian, yeah. Yeah, what about yourself, Hannah? Uh, yeah, it, it was actually a very similar thing um, that a cow, uh, we were herding cows into a crush for uh, scanning to get them scanned and she's a very big cow and she just turned around a little bit sharply. She didn't even mean to do anything but she just caught me with her hind end and kind of sent me flying. Um, and it, it's really interesting, I suppose, um, listening to John, the statistics that are there do point that it's actually not bulls but it's cows that can cause the majority of accidents on farms. And yet they seem so placid when we pass them. You know, going on our walks and they're there in their fields and they're just staring out at you. Um, you know, it's understandable that farmers who are dealing with large animals on a daily basis can get quite r- relaxed, particularly as you said, John, you were, you were tired at the time and probably overworked. Yeah, well, that would be a common feature, for, for especially for many dairy farmers and suckler farmers in the springtime. Um, herds have gotten very large now. And, you know, a lot of farmers now, it should be probably an average size herd to be about 100 cows to 150 cows. And all those cows are calving over a short time span, maybe six weeks to eight weeks. So farmers are up by night, they're working by day, they're tired. And, you know, you you take risks, you know, they're they're under a lot of pressure. They're trying to get work done. And when you take risks, you know, unfortunate things do happen, you know. 
Um, yeah. Uh, Hannah, just on the statistics there that I mentioned, you know, John isn't over 65, nor is he a young child. You aren't either. And listening to Angela Hogan, her husband wasn't in either of those categories of people who are most at risk, which is the over 65s and young children. Why do you think that is? I mean, we can, I suppose we can understand the young children maybe um, playing with difficult or near difficult farm, um, dangerous farm machinery. But the over 65s, I would have thought are the ones with the most experience. <laughs> or they can also kind of picked up bad habits along the line as well. I suppose it's important to stress as well that I say for John and myself, we never reported that incident to the HSA or the, the HSE. You know, there, there was nothing, you know, in our minds, there would have been, wouldn't have been anything to report. And that's probably part of the issue as well, is that maybe when you're a younger farmer, you get, get a couple of knocks and scrapes, but you don't really think about it. But when you become over 65 and your bones get a bit more brittle, a knock or a scrape becomes a lot more serious. Um, and maybe you kind of picked up those bad habits along, along the way and that hasn't helped either. I mean, just looking at the statistics, they are scary. So, you know, 25% of the people who are injured on um, farms were over the age of 65 um, and 6% were under the age of 16. And that's according to a new study that's come out, um, Trauma on Farms in the Republic of Ireland by um, Dr. Deasy. Um, And the figures are scary that are there in terms of it is all machinery and livestock, particularly cows, particularly like John mentioned around calving time as well, because, you know, the most placid cow in the world, her hormones can go berserk. And you just wouldn't be expecting that when you've been dealing with an animal all year who's been very quiet. So it, it, it is just putting those precautions in place. And I know myself on the farm, you know, we have a topper. And uh, this year, I just turned around to my grandmother and said, we have to get the PTO shaft repaired. You know, I have gone to so many farm safety events and I can see there's a crack forming in that PTO shaft. And if anything happened, if there was any loose bit of clothing or anything like that, you know, you would be gone in a heartbeat. And it costs maybe €100 to repair. And I would advise every farmer out there, just basic steps like that. Have a look at your machinery, put in a calving gate. You know, at the time, it can maybe be a little bit more expensive than you were thinking. But I mean, nothing's more expensive than losing your life. And that's the message that we have to get through to people. Is there a difference in attitudes to farm safety between men and women? I hope not. I'd like to think not, but maybe there is a little bit of um, a, a little bit. Uh, I, I think that we know as well. Young men can often have um, a, a morality complex, and they think that they nothing can ever hurt them, or you know that they can never die. You know, especially for younger men, we've seen that. You know, with road accidents and things like that. And um, so maybe the message does need to be drilled home more in agricultural colleges. And I have spoken to farm safety campaigners um, and uh, there's a couple of, of really excellent speakers out there who have unfortunately lost limbs. And I know that they've gone to um, agricultural colleges and spoken to young men and young women at agricultural colleges. Um, and the impact they've made, uh, I think, has been life changing. And maybe more of that needs to be incorporated into things in agricultural colleges or even in secondary schools as well, because we know that from the age of 16, people can get their tractor license. So maybe that's a really, really important thing and something maybe for new minister Dara Kaliri to look at. John, what about young kids? I know one of the big problems is that while a farm is a workplace, it's very often also a home. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many farmyards will be located around the farm, around the family home. Um, and for kids, they see machinery, they love machinery. They want to be out in that farmyard. They want to be involved in the activity in the farmyard. It, it's very difficult, and I've young kids myself. It, it is quite difficult to keep them off the farmyard. Um, but I suppose we, we have to be very vigilant and, and, and try and keep the kids out of there. It is a workplace at the end of the day. Um, even this year, especially with the COVID-19, the kids have been off school since March. They're bored. They they, they want to go down that farmyard. Um, we just have to be vigilant putting locks and gates. We just have to keep them out of there because they have no concept of danger whatsoever, especially most farmyards now would have uh, slurry tanks, which are very dangerous, especially when... When people are spreading slurry, gates can be left open and the doors, the tanks can be left open. A child will fall in there. Um, we farmers have to be so vigilant, you know, and just and just watch those kids at all times. Um, as I said, they have no concepts of of the dangers in the farm whatsoever. But Hannah, that's a difficult one because it's a little bit like the kitchen. You know, I'm thinking of the kitchen, and you don't want your kids um, messing with sharp knives or you know, dangerous machinery in the kitchen that, you know, hot oven and stuff like that. But you want to teach them to cook. So it's similar in a farm. A lot of farmers want to pass the farm on to the next generation and they want the kids helping out at some stage. So how do they go about that? You know, when they get to the young teenage years and maybe showing them how to do bits and pieces while at the same time making sure that they're always safe? Yeah, and I think everyone listening will probably have some happy childhood memory of being on a farm, whether it's playing on hay bales with cousins who were farmers or, or something along those lines. But I think it's about making something work for your farm and sitting down and really thinking about it. And I actually heard a suggestion recently. There was a woman in Kildare and um, she was running the farm at home and she had three young kids. And in the, she would insist on the contractors coming in the morning and getting all the work done in the morning while the kids were still in the house. Because that way it meant that in the afternoon when uh, she was around a bit more or when, when they were home home from school, back, back when school was a real thing, um, it, it meant that she knew that there wouldn't be any contractors around, there wouldn't be any big pieces of machinery, there wouldn't be any kind of, you know, there no one would be spreading slurry, there wouldn't be that risk that someone would wander up there when agitating was happening or anything like that. So I thought that was a really, really good idea to have it done in the morning when she was in the house and when the kids were in the house, kind of getting ready and doing bits and pieces for the day ahead. So it's about sitting down and putting a plan in place that works for you because if you look at the figures, 14 people have already lost their lives this year on a farm. And, and you know, if it, one life is one life too many. And so we do really need, need to take this seriously. John, 14 already this year. It was 19 for the whole of 2019. We're only in July. Yeah, it's a scary statistic. Um to be fair to the, Depart- the Department of Agriculture, they're doing a great job in, in, in getting the word out there about farm safety and that. But really, the change has to come in the farmers' own mindsets. They have to, when they're approaching jobs, they have to think, they just have to stop and think, how can I do this more safely? Um, the real change of mindset, it really has to come from the farmer. That's the, that's, the, that's the main thing at the end of the day. And just try, as Hannah was saying, try and make our machinery safe, uh, PTO shafts, all those things, they're a major part of this. We have to try and improve our farming mindset as well. Um, it was interesting that or the over 65s, that two-thirds of over 65s are involved in these farm accidents. Um, I, I think there is definitely a certain amount of complacency there. There's the, literally farmers 
they've been doing things a certain way all their lives and it's very hard to get out of that mindset when they get older and more vulnerable. So, as I was saying, at the end of the day, it's all about a change of mindset needed here and just publicising this health and safety has to be publicised constantly and get the message out there. Okay, well, thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. That's Limerick Farmers, John Maloney and Hannah Quinn Mulligan. Also, Hannah, a news correspondent with the Irish Farmers Journal. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.